This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey there, just good old omniscient me, Johnny Bookends, reminding you there are no other dimensions. We're on this big blue marble flying solo. And now, familiar figures approach a well-worn oak table, illuminated by flickering candlelight. Yeah, I can do ambiance. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the show before, this is everything you need to know. About two and a half plus-ish years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload this podcast. I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the newly liberated town of Hog's Face. Liberated, kind of in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my buds, by my co-hosts, by my co-runners of Hog's Face, uh, Chunt the Talking Badger. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm, and I'm doing good for Foon, for Hog's Face. I know. We're trying to, I guess, act locally a little bit. Like, yeah. we've been, you know, for so long, we've been focused on Usador's quest to defeat the Dark Lord who is so far away, but you know what? Let's take a little bit of time. Let's make Mm -hmm. Hog's face better. Exactly. And I'm still, you know, I'm head of the guards, and I'm just trying to um, disperse them where we need them. Um, And we do come down on crime, but it's a real, like, farm-to-table coming down. Like, it's a real, a a very local coming down, you know. Oh, very local coming down. Yeah, we're not like your corporate guards where, you know, like, we'll lock you up in jail. That seems pretty straightforward and typical, right? So... Oh, so you're like, oh, I'm being locked up by a local. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so much. It's yeah. like, oh, it's not some faceless thug beating me up. It's, it's, my, uh, neighbor. it's my neighbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Absolutely. That's not going to hurt more. 
No. That's not going to feel like a betrayal. No, not at all. Huh. And, and, I also, um, you'll be happy to know that I reopened Choo Choo's Chow. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> My favorite storyline ever. So now ever. you can come back and start eating there. Oh, good. That's good. your favorite storyline ever? Uh, yeah, that. Mine is the uh, introduction of You Bear. I don't even remember that. Hey, I'm also joined by my other co-host and uh, co-runner of Hog's Face, Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiangelic, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Ukstenges, and I am known in the northeast as Gaswinius Maystar, and there may be other secret names you do not know, and yea... Pray that none of these words do accidentally fall within thine eye sight or earshot, for if they do, they would cause your very nipples to explode off your chest. What? Yes. Damn. If if these words fell within mine eyesight? Yes. You know, I thought at one point when he said, but yay, I thought he was just gonna start stop there. I was like, oh that's pretty it's pretty uplifting, but, but yay. yay. No, that is nice. Do you have any names that would make my nipples just a little bit smaller? A little smaller? Just a little bit smaller. I don't think I have a name that does that, but I could certainly cast a spell or, or find a poultice. Or do you have a spell that would make my shirts just a little bit heavier? You have any nipple problems? I mean, problems. It's nice to have a heavy shirt to weigh down the nipples so they lie flat. <laughs> I think it's nice that your nipples poke through your shirt because they, like, so nicely uh, frame the stain in the middle of your shirt. Oh, That's true. but yeah. yay. Oh, oh but, but yay. But yay. But you said, or more importantly, what have you been doing locally to make Hogsface better this week? I left Hogsface. Oh, Good. I left Hogsface. That's wait, you know what? That's, upon mine, Steve. That's why it's been such a good week. Did, it is, John. It has been. Hasn't it been such a better week in Hogsface? And I just realized why. Because Yusor wasn't here. No, that's not what I meant. I don't know if I'd say better. I'd say a little quieter. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you misunderstand me. I, I left Hogsface and went back to the oh. great halls of Tarakis, and I did. Then comb through scroll and tomb and grimoire, looking for and tomb. Tome. Tome. Did I say tomb? Yeah, you, you said tomb. Ooh. Everything okay, buddy? Oh, you know what I said that? There were some tomes that were in tombs. Oh, tome tombs. I had tomb to go tomes. down into a, you say, a tomb. You say tomb tomes, I say tome tomb. Guys, this is getting into via real loony tombs. And in these books, I did look for arcane knowledge that would allow me to defeat the void. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. We're supposed to defeat the void. Or at least avoid it. We gotta avoid the void. Yes, well, at very least. Could we annoy the void? I think you're doing that now. Probably. You know, whatever we do, wordplay is gonna get us there eventually. Guys, we're doing so much, clearly, to make Hogsface better and save the entire uh, land of Foon, but I really am excited to talk to our guest. Uh, I think he's kind of famous, or at least comes from, like, a famous family. Maybe you guys will know better than me. Guys, I'm excited to introduce Pulsifer the Unassuming. He's a, a local scholar? Uh, you, could, you could say I've been working on uh, my degrees, several of my degrees, uh-huh. um, trying to, you know, impart any wisdom that might be an earshot, sure. eyesight, or nose waft. I've been oh, working on nose some, some nose waft, yes. which is all the senses. Yeah. And um, you're right, I, uh, I, 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 a bit saddled with a famous father who... I'm sure you guys all know. Oh, who's your well, father? You, you might know him. He's you, you, Usador, and he are in uh, similar fields. He was my dad was Amosidus the Watts. 
So, oh. if you know of his work, um, I don't. Well, but, his, but wise is in his name. He right. He uh, was more than wise, so they say. And this is what a lot of my scholarship is based on. Just sort of going back and interrogating the text of Amasidus the Wise. Oh. So he was known among other things. He um, he de- defeated the demons of Swoboda. That was oh. him. He, yeah. Well, That's he was the one, and we we could get into um, what is known and what is said about his defeat of the or his orchestration of the defeat. But also, we should, of course, question what is really defeat. Because, not to get sidetracked here, you know, it's really easy, I find, and in Uh my scholarship, I have found, it's really, too, when you are uh, affronted with an enemy, a many-horned, several-mouthed, devouring of villages, children, enemy, Mm -hmm. who are demons, it's easy to demonize them. I find. Oh, sure. It seems like you really, like, it's got to be super easy to demonize demons. It, It is. Um, I don't know where the terms come from. That's not my field. My yeah. field is not really so much um, the actual text, more of the meaning behind the text. Oh. So it's a post-textual textualism oh. that I'm engaged yeah. in. Amositus was more, he was more a, let's invent a goddess so beautiful mm-hmm. that we will stun the demons. They will be, uh, they will be pulverized and yeah. then they can be slayed. And I'm just asking, what is beauty? Oh, yeah. This is my question. Oh. What is... He beat the demons, you jerk! Uh, so I'm oh, just oh, asking oh, what oh, is whoa, 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 beauty. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Not to get sidetracked, but... What was that? Pulse... Oh, Pulsiver, wait. You... I thought there was a little... Did, did, did Are he... you all right, Pulsiver? Did he come? Did he visit? Did... Yeah, yes, I, I believe some... so. Yes, There someone... was a visitor? Yes. yes. Yeah, you... Mm. Your face got crazy. Okay, so... I should also divulge that I am coexisting. We are, you know, you could call it uh, a bit of lycanthropy. You could call it, uh, I don't know if the word is possession. Oh, body roommates. Yeah, yeah. I think of myself maybe as bispecial. Oh. Um, And he is a werebore. Mm. And he is within me, and sometimes he presents himself. His name oh. is Nuttuts. Well, isn't that bispecial? Yeah, Nuttuts the werebore. Well, maybe we're tri-special, because as a werebore, he... Well, maybe I'm the were. It's very hard, and I don't like to classify or yeah. come down. I believe that there are really seven different forms of species uh-huh. that a person can be. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, I've heard of this. I'm born a werebore! Stay a werebore! And oh. that's why that I don't like to judge sure. the werebore-ness, werewolf-ness, wolf-wareness, wolf-man-ness yeah. of anyone else. Especially yeah. since it's wolf-awareness month. I was not aware of that. But then again, I am unassuming. I, then it's know. working, because yeah. now you know. We know, yeah. Wolf Awareness Month, I would assume, would be objected to by the werewolves who want to, you know, work under cover of darkness ah, and not yes. have you be aware of them. Well, it's, it's, it's not just purposes. werewolves, it's wolves in general, correct? I believe so, yeah. It's for wolves, werewolves, and now <laughs> a werewolves. Wolves, werewolves, a werewolves, forest wolves, dire wolves, mm-hmm. dire wolves, yeah. ear wolves, timber wolves, timber wolves, wolf blisters, wolf wolf those wolf who attack bliss- uh, yeah. the wolves, the, the, the ones who blitz of, the wolves, uh, Wolfsheim yeah. from, uh, from the Great Gatsby, of course. Totally a Wolfsheim. Uh, dick wolves who are just like assholes. Yeah, oh, dick really. wolves are the worst. But yeah. I feel like they're so they're just everywhere. It's so ubiquitous. Yeah, now, and now, I find they're f- somewhat formulaic, but satisfying. Dick oh wolves. yeah, yeah. Look, well, hey, if I see a dick yeah. wolf, I want to see it till the end. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every time I leave Hogsface and find myself staying in some inn, I immediately say, is there any dick wolves around? I'm bored. 
Yeah, you're in an inn. You just look out the window, and it, oh. oh, there's a there's a dick wolf on. Oh, there's two things a dick wolf I, on. Two things I ask when I go into an inn. Do you have any dick wolves? Do you have any turkey penises? Did you want to list the seven different forms of of species? Well, the the first one would be what we called uh, source special. Uh huh. You know what the uh, what what a, a sorcerer would present himself as that particular species uh-huh. or itself. Sure. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's a continuum, is sure. what I'm saying. I'm new to this world, mm-hmm. but it seems like even people on this world are still just trying to get their minds around how many different kind of species there can be. And, yes. and some people seem upset about it, right. and they're like, oh, great, why do we keep adding ones? But it seems like a good time to just kind of, like, listen. You have to mm-hmm. understand that in some of the hinterlands, they have long uh, segregated the mm-hmm. species so yeah. that there is one watering hole for, say, the werewolves and one watering hole for the uh, source gendered. Sure. <laughs> and that Oof. is... I mean, pulse, it's it's pulse. just something that we have to gradually yeah. pull people from. Pulsiver, mm-hmm. do you feel like you're in conflict with this werebore that lives within you? It seems like the, the werebore and you don't seem to agree about things. I don't necessarily need anyone to agree with me, but I like to think of myself more as aware and mm-hmm. him less as an unaware boar. Sure. And it's not a denigration in any way. I like to pull him along. This guy's an idiot! I can't stand him! And sometimes what I do is I look within and I question myself and I get to a higher plane of consciousness. Uh-huh. Since you have an awareness... You're fooling yourself! Since you have an awareness of the werebore, mm-hmm. does that wear on you? Mm-hmm. Really is location specific, so it really depends on does it ever, where I am. Does it ever as, depend on uh, your ensemble? What, yeah. What you're physically sort of... Um, yeah, my... Right, right, right. My what you're clothing, wearing. Yeah. So where I am and what I'm wearing, and it does, in fact, kind of, I guess, erode me or wear me down yeah. a little bit. You know, Arnie, I know, um, I know a binary, so I'm a little bit familiar with this sort of um, discussion. Oh, with this topic, what and what's a what's a binary? A binary is a uh, it's a canary that's um, sexually fluid. Oh, mm-hmm. and I support that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's, that's great. wonderful. That's wonderful. He does. I'm sure he doesn't need my support. He um, canary. It. Well, you don't need my support. support. Yeah. Now, Pulsifer, have you ever considered traveling to the town of Tilk and meeting with the great wise people Stacy and Clinton, who will tell you when not to wear? Um. <laughs> In fact, I've I've been to Tilk and Stacy was out. Oh. Um Clinton was there and you know Clinton gave me some really good advice that I try to incorporate in my presentation. You look like an idiot. And that's why we By the way guys, every once in a while it feels like I burp or have indigestion. Does does he present himself? Yeah, there's definitely Oh, do you not know how often he presents himself cuz he's presenting himself a lot. Oh. It's How many times has he shown up? Oh, seven or eight. They're very small bursts, though. They aren't oh. long, prolonged moments, just small outbursts. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what's going on. Um, he has, uh, depending on the phase of the moon, where that is in the lunar cycle, he has been more and more present, and Nedetz, in fact, has uh, somewhat fashioned himself into um, what you would, what you might call a, a an expounder of his theories. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you could see him in the horse's blood, but also there's a new system whereas uh, certain shells, when put up to your ear, he can be in the ear for hours at a time, and there is, you might not know about this, it's not very mainstream, 
but he actually has millions and millions of acolytes throughout the land who are hearing his particular take on what's going on. He's he's aligned with the Dark Lord. He Ooh. says he's not. Uh-huh. Um, he has what I would think of as some wild theories, uh-huh. but you know, I can't I can't tell him what to think. So you have a werebore living in you mm-hmm. named Nuttits. Nuttits. Who has, it sounds like, a very popular shell cast? Or, you know, you sir, you've mentioned that you can watch things sometimes by killing horses and watching things in their blood. That's right. So he's just, like, kind of famous in Foon? He's influential in ways that maybe we don't even know about. Ooh. Yeah. There are hundreds of people who, I don't really want to give... Uh, voice to his mm-hmm. theories, if you will. It's not your choice. I got millions of listeners, and people know 1011 was an inside job. Uh, one of the oh. things he does talk about is he's a 1011 truther. Oh. Which is, you probably know this, he doesn't believe the numbers 10 or 11 exist. Oh, no. Right. Those yeah. are so important numbers. They are. It I can do without 11, I'll be honest, but 10? 11's, 11's a weird one. Like, most of the other numbers fall in a sort yeah. of order. You got your regular numbers, yeah. and then you yeah. got your ones that end in the teen. Yeah. I feel like 11's the best part. I mean, without 11, that whole show falls apart. I understand the appeal of it, though I do not agree with it. For I get it. You're going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Fuck it. A dozen. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> Have you ever received. Sometimes in Foon, you order um, um, donuts or something and you get fuck it a dozen. Yeah. And that's where it's like instead of 12, you might get like 30. Because the baker's like, fuck it. A dozen. Like he he's checked out. Like it's probably his last day or her so last day. So tell me you're the small one. When I order nine, I get a dozen. Because 10 and 11 don't exist. So there are some advantages, I guess, to being a 10-11 truth. Yeah. Because it goes right to a so dozen. So he's really famous in Foon. He's really famous. He's really influential. A lot of people believe this crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Um, in the lands where they've given people the ballot, uh, it's affecting races, his, his particular ideas. You are the most mythical creature of all. For depending on what moment you step into that ballot booth, you may be either... A hardline conservative or yep. a very uh, strong liberal. You are the swing voter. Uh, right. The other thing about being a 10-11 truther, in practical terms, really ruins time. Because no hours have a 10th or 11th minute. Yeah. And no minutes have a 10th or 11th second. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because the people who listen to his uh, shell cast, I, I have no idea how they know when to tune in. Yeah. All I know is that I go into a bit of a fugue state, uh, and then my voice hurts a little bit. Sure. Yeah. And then I come out of it, and all of a sudden, people in the lands where they have the ballot are making poor decisions uh, based on fiscal issues. Very sad. Why don't we actually take a quick break? And I'm, I, I wonder if after the break, we can maybe talk to Nuttits a little bit, if you don't mind. I don't know if that's a really weird... Thing. It could work. There are some, uh, shall we say, triggers or unsheathings uh-huh. that bring him out. Okay. So we could try to. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll you talk. You guys should be so lucky. We'll talk to Nuttits. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. So, Pulsiver, I'm, you know, like I said, I I don't know if it's, like, invasive to kind mm-hmm. of want to talk to a part of you that you're not... My hopes, my dreams, uh, my aspirations... Now, now, hold on one moment. I also want to speak to Nuttits, but... Oh, I must... Bore. I thought you meant more... Um, Ethereal, but yeah, you—that's the part of me you wanted to talk about. I no, must. Take we a- want to talk about you though, too. Pulsifer. Okay, I'm sorry. It's not Let's just about, about the very famous person that's inside of you. <laughs> he is influential. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would go with infamous. Sure. As in, he is inside of me. And famous. Inside famous. Yeah. 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 Inside famous. Yeah. I would like to speak to you about your father. Hmm. Amosidus, yeah. Amosidus the so Wise. That's, what you wanted. that's how you want to talk to me. Oh, uh, yes. Talking I, I, about Amosidus. I've never heard of Amosidus. I know as really? I know Asmodi the board, but I don't know Amos, Amosidus, um, as I said, he defeated the demons of Swoboda by creating the beautiful um, angel Barrera, whose uh, visage uh, froze them and they were slaughtered. He also cured a very famous famine, the famine of Neuenheis. Mm. And he, um, again, I think that we shouldn't question, and this is, you know, this goes back to my title, Pulse for the Unassuming. We should not assume. Yeah. That is what I mean, and that is why I've been named the Unassuming. Yeah. How do you we should not assume. Well, what he did was, um, he went to other dimensions, Ooh. and yes, and it was harvest time at the banquet of Jorp, and he transported their foods to the people of Neuenheis, and they were cured, and of course... You can see how problematic this is, right? Yeah, um, yeah I can. This, I, he went to another dimension. Yeah. None of this food was locally sourced. Oh. No. Is it sustainable? I don't know. Um, the whole issue of MGOs, magically generated organisms, <laughs> sure. that comes into play. Yeah. Sure. So this is this is the sort of thing with my father, uh-huh. who was uh, it was always assumed. That he was doing good for the world, but what about the ripples of discontent, misunderstanding, mm-hmm. and MGOs? Now, now, yeah. I, I should say that Amosidus mm-hmm. is maybe the most famous 
non-wizard magician. He is a fantastic sorcerer, born a human, learned all of his magic, but right. such amazing feats he did accomplish. He created a goddess to defeat the demons. Yes. That's pretty cool. I, I, but Sounds- also, to your point, uh, Pulsifer, it's quite irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Now there's yeah. another goddess running around. Right. I, I, Imposing I, a religious structure upon people yes. who did, or demons, or demon kind, may, did not ask for it. May I say to you, Pulsifer, mm-hmm. I believe that being unassuming yes. is the greatest wisdom of all. Bless you. Well, let's not make any assumptions about being unassuming. Well, well, all right. It has often been said, and I remember my father demonstrated this in a lesson once, when he said, you know what happens when you assume you make an ass of you and me. And since he was a transmogrifier, he literally actually did that. Oh. Made people into asses. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And uh, then himself. <laughs> yeah. That's Just really, pro- really this is, improved. This is how point. far he would go. Wow. Exactly. That's yeah. got to be, I got to say, Balsifer, that's got to be tough growing up with a dad like that. Living in his shadow mm-hmm. has been literally? nothing less. He would Because there's a darkness around you. Well, he would... Necromance and uh-huh. you know dabble in the dark arts. Oh, yes. Did he like magically leave his shadow over you? A penumbra, at least, uh-huh. shall we say? Wow. So that's and, like your chemical necromance. Like that's it. Sort of lingers on top of you. Yeah, and it's been a bit of a, a I would say, a black parade of bleakness. Yeah. Upon which believe, this shadow has been cast. I can't believe when he died, he left the curse of his taint on you. Mm-hmm. And I Louis, feel that, that taint every penumbra? day. There is no Gerard way that should be happening right now. No, now, I taste. I, I do taste that taint every day. Oh, I, I do admit, as a younger wizard, I was quite taken mm-hmm. with Amosidus um, and, yes. and his great feats, and I tried to uh, emulate a couple of them. And I myself uh, attempted to defeat the goblins of Sparrow. The goblins of Sparrow. Yes, yes, yes with their greasy, terrible food. Terrible. I, so I created a just a nice looking lady. To confuse them. Oh. oh, you're like I can't make a goddess. I can't make a goddess. That's that's stupid. Mm-hmm. They were they were distracted. Sure. I find that when I travel from town to town, that's when I most often see the demons of Sparrow. Yes. 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 Oh, on yes. On the side in, in taverns on the side of the road. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. if you go into yes. a large shopping structure, there'll be <laughs> sure. a small one there. I'll stop yeah. in and get a slice. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They sell food by the slice. Oh, by the slice. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yes, they mince, slice mince all their food and such. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, Pies—that's a normal thing to serve in slices. But Mm -hmm. they'll give you a slice of chicken. They don't care. But also, that is the payment form they accept. They will Mm -hmm. just slice you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. and then drink upon you. They'll cut you. There's also some uh, around around that same area. If you might see a sparrow, there's a lot of expedient pandas. Oh, expedient pandas! Mm -hmm. They just get shit done real fast. They cook it up real fast. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. I mean, you may shit your brains out, but. Man, that food got too fast. I thought that's why people went there. Am I not understanding the business model of the expedient oh, panda? to torture their bodies? Yeah, just to expunge. Perhaps yeah. you've taken a poultice or a potion yeah. that you need out of you, okay. and then you a go little, to the expedient it's an, panda. Yeah, it's a an important culinary, service. A little culinary S&M. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be down for that. <laughs> Absolutely. But Paul's Maybe, you know what? I think we just learned a lesson. I assumed that that's what the... Like, and you made true. an ass out of yeah. you and me. And, so, Pulsifer, have you thought that maybe... The way to get out of your father's shadow is to just not focus on him so much? Like, it seems like you've dedicated your whole life to your father. I have tried to question and try to not assume the lessons mm-hmm. that were handed down to me. Yeah. And this is why I've put many years of work into this. And I don't know, do you have the concept of tenure in your world? 
Uh, yeah. Do you, do you I know mean, about ten years. Uh, well, yes, I love ten years. Eleven yeah. years. That doesn't make any sense. It's all bullshit. You've gone your twelve year. So here in yeah. our world, and I know you are a visitor. There's the concept of uh, chasing good gold farthings after bad. Oh. And so I feel like I've done a lot of important work. Yeah. And I'm on the verge of getting uh, published. Yeah. In sure. horse's blood I and see. other. Yeah. So. so even if you question it, you feel like you're pot committed, which is a metaphor for like going to expedient panda mm -hmm. and you're just pot committed. Uh, it's also which which term? Yeah. Yeah. Cauldron committed. Oh, yeah. Paul, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of a pot. It's like you got to. I'm committed Shit to get off the cauldron. Yeah, ah. exactly. So, yeah, but I, I sort of feel like the stress of that would mm -hmm. cause someone to internalize all of that stress so much, and it would be looking for a release valve. You know, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I wouldn't want to judge it. It's totally what happened. I gotta get out. I have a point to make. I'm the real Pulsifer. Okay. This, this guy, this bullshit. He's bear shit, he's bullshit! Juice boxes kill you! 10-11 was an inside job! But as much as I hear your point, and I don't want to reject it out of hand, I think that we all contain multitudes. That's all I can say sure. about that. I'm a multitude! It's so... Uh, I gotta say, Pulsifer, it's tough for me. I come from a world that makes me want to, like, try to psychoanalyze you and what's going on but this is a world where there might not be a psychoanalytical explanation for what's going on it might just literally be that a werebore is somehow inside your body yeah i would think that that would be the obvious explanation. seems pretty yeah. obvious to me yeah yeah absolutely yeah. do you guys have daddy issues on this world is that a thing uh, well, I've read some periodicals, uh, but I don't know of one called Daddy. How often do you read these periodicals? Periodically. Mm -hmm. But, Pulsifer, I'm just really interested in it. Are you the real one, or is Nuttitz the real one? Well, you know, that's a lot of my scholarship shows the question of what is real. What is the received truth? Uh -huh. What it, It's me! This is what I'm saying the whole time! Are you How many listeners does this guy have? He can't even get tenure at a 2B university! Or whatever the hell school he's been teaching in! Truth boxes kill people! Pulsiver, are you your father's son, or are you just a prison containing your father's son? That could be a chapter that I'm working on. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Pulsifer, I, I have what might seem like a strange question to you, but mm -hmm. how do you feel about boxes of juice? You know, um, I, I rarely... I don't see how the square box and the fluid within mm -hmm. the juice would coexist, but if it, if it did, I think that that would be a fine, fine invention. If you want your kids to turn into werebores themselves! And I also think that were we to give these small boxes to the little ones, the tykes, you know, this might this might be nurturing for them. So you're okay with juice boxes? And lizard people! L lizard people? Sure. We not told you Some about people them. are lizards. Like dragonborn or like... Uh, they're, they're definitely a type of lizard person. Yeah. It's gotta be hard to be a conspiracy theorist in a magical world because like, most of the things are probably true. Well, the lizard people are true. Yeah. I think is what, that that's something that you and Nuttitz agree on. We do, there are a couple things we agree on. Uh -huh. Obviously, the lizard people are true. Mm -hmm. um, whether the lizard people are trying to legalize uh, halberds in in this country, um, and whether whether the attack on 
uh, Farthington was mm-hmm. a what we call a false flag operation by the lizard people. That is an what, area of what disagreement. What is a false flag operation on film? Well, this would be where they rode in with uh, banners and sigils high. Uh-huh. But in fact, those banners and sigils should have been low or at half mast. Oh. So the height of the flag would be, yeah, 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 that would be what we call a false flag that operation. Like cheating. And the other That's thing, a weird way to cheat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you come, you come in low. It's also a weird thing to be upset about. It's like, ugh, you know that historical thing that happened. Uh, don't get me started on the height of those sigils. The they were not at the proper height that those sigils could be. No. You know what? Even on my world, people get get really upset about very specific things involving flags. I suppose that's odd. I, I don't see my that world would is a weird. It's my world has its has its issues too. So people uh, are upset with each other. If you fly the sigil and flag high, it unites everyone, or no? I would think that, um, that would be the most uniting thing. It can be, but it, what if what if a songs that rouse uh-huh. passions are played in association with those sigils? You know what? It's the kind of thing where uh, people feel very passionately about it, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people don't feel very passionately about it. Can I can I ask you um, when you're you know when you see a sigil and there's mm-hmm. that rousing music? Do people still call you Arnie, or do they just call you Arn? Like, is it appropriate while the sigils? You know, waving in the air and the, the oh, they want to they want to take a knee out of my name. Yeah, I don't know. You know, sometimes people call you Ar- Arnold or uh, Arnie. I don't know if it's appropriate to sh- to shorten it. Oh, uh, so would they take the knee? In my experience, not that many people uh, take the knee out of my name, but I'm personally fine with it. Only way to kill a centaur to take the knee. That's actually good advice. That is. That sounds take a centaur out of the knee. They're, that they're sounds screwed. terrifying. That was, yeah, that was great advice. Wait a minute, this is Usador. This is Chunt. And we're getting advice from Nunnets. Wait a minute. He showed up again? Yeah. Yes. And what did he say? He, he told us a, a very effective method of killing, killing a centaur. centaur. I gotta say, at first he seems crazy. Yeah. But the more I listen to Nunnets, the more I'm like, some of this is stuff I can use in my life. There, there are compelling things. Like I said, the lizard people that we agree on, I, you know, I've never tried. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a scholar. I'm a man of the mind. I don't really understand how to kill a centaur. It's a, another thing. You know songs where they list names of towns? Yeah. We both sure. like them. Really? That's that yeah. strange. What yeah. are some of your favorite songs that list the names of towns? There's uh, L-U-T-E in F-O-O-N. Uh, also spelling songs. Oh, yeah. So that's a combination yeah. where it's a spelling song and they go through the towns yeah. that they've been in. That's pretty good. When, they, when they're like uh, Vinegar Ben, Weaselford, Gutherington, We Were Luton. That's a good song. Oh, that's wow. a great song. Not a good song. It's a very good song, is what I'm saying. That's great. See, well, there is common ground mm-hmm. for all of us, even those of us who believe wildly different things. There are ways for us to have conversations and not be so vehement in our emotional states. We must remember that we are joined here. Uh, you literally are one person with two personalities. Yeah. Well, maybe three, because he's a werebore. This is the thing that I don't understand. Am I a werebore? Or is he the... If he's a werebore, shouldn't he sometimes change the only, into the unborish yeah, part? Yeah, another personality so under him? What's, like... What's what's the what's underwear? If we were to bore yeah. into, you know, werebore, what yeah. would be behind that? It depends where you bore. His heart, his head. Yeah. yeah. So he went through um, a magistrate, and the magistrate revealed that... It was perhaps suggested that he was putting on an act as this boorish boar character. Mm. And he, you know, argued this to try to get uh, possession of his tiny little wear boars. It didn't go oh. well. 
but it was a little bit embarrassing for him. Although the people- Are the little werebores inside you as well? I think they're out there. What I think, I, he has a certain, as Are you would imagine- Are they inside your children? No, what he does is, he has a certain animal magnetism in a way mm -hmm. I don't have, and he's very good with the, uh, the, the female were ladies. And, oh. um, sometimes I Wait, rely her. on If you have him. relationships yeah. with other people, right. do you sometimes then you're later like, that wasn't me. That was the werebore inside of me. I felt, and those are not my children. Well, in this all, is not my beautiful house. In all those cases, I feel as if it were a different person. Sure. You fooled yourself. It was me the whole time. And you know, call that. What was that word you were using for? Oh, psychoanalyzing. Yeah, call that psychoanalyze-ish. Yeah. Call that what you will. I call it the werebore inside. Yeah. Someday it might take over, and there might be a. Boar supremacy. Mm. Well, well, it might be more like a boar ultimatum. Nothing. The There's probably titles. another one. <laughs> what would <with> that? <laughs> but I can't. The boar acrostic. Well, Pulsiver, I feel like we've barely just scratched the surface, but uh, just we've just barely scratched the surface. Don't scratch my surface, stay away. Okay, okay, Nuts. You know, maybe sometime, maybe next time, we'll have you on. What time? Oh. Time. No, either nine or n noon. Okay. Oh, you know what, Nuts? I would love to have you on, but it will be at ten. So I'll see you never, never. It's ironic that you don't believe in eleven, Nuts, because you're always kind of at an eleven. I have an email here. Oh yeah, Chunt. Um, this is from Mia Bender. Uh, you can always email me at chunt with six t's at gmail.com. Um, this says book club suggestion. Hi, Arnie Chunt, Usador, and any guests. Ooh, uh, this plural, is plural. Sort of. So they they must have known. Um, I have an idea for the next book you guys could read in your book club. Are we still going to do the book club? We, we could do we another book. Like, book I enjoyed... I know you didn't love The Great Gatsby. Did you I, enjoy having a book club? Yeah. It was absolutely. fun just getting together in Cabin, though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone would be a fun and easy read for the book club. It's a children's book on Earth, but it does involve a lot of magic. They write books for children on Earth. Oh, yeah. Lots why, of books for children. Why waste time writing a book for children when they're going to die? If I could suggest, um, I've written a book, Between Amositus and Me, okay. that is the name of the book, mm -hmm. and it is more a journey of self and exploration where... It's a vanity press project! Where we question the received wisdom of mm -hmm. Amositus's greatness. Oh, so, I mean, wow. I'll, I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. So where it's you and your father, like, question his own wisdom? I question his wisdom. He didn't have anything to do with the book, although oh, okay. it's dedicated to him. Oh, okay. Oh. Not in the dedication, literally. The dedication literally is to Nettles, because his listeners really drove sales. Oh, uh, sure. Wait, Arnie, you said do we have daddy issues. Is that, is that the same thing as poppy problems? Uh, probably. Poppy oh. problems? Yeah, because I have poppy problems. Yeah, on Earth we have this thing where you really are angry at Poppy Montgomery. It's called <laughs> Poppy Problems. Who is Poppy Montgomery? I don't know. I might have a wrong, that name. There's a famous person named Poppy something, right? If you're going to make up a name for a Poppy, uh, make it like John or something. Or Van Winkle. Chunt, do you have Poppy problems? Yeah, my dad's a ghost. You're right, your dad's a hunger ghost. Yeah. I never, I barely see him, and when I do, he just is asking about food or wants to eat. Yeah. He, he literally barely sees him. Yeah, yeah, just when you do, he's like he's just sort of twenty percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's never. I know what you mean. He's just never there. Yeah, he's, I feel like yeah. he's always ghosting. He's me, never really present. No, yeah. he's never present. Yeah, he's never corporeal. When he's there, he's not there. Yeah. Of course, Amositus was able to, you know, separate himself to four or five different places. So again, for me, more must literal. Be nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're like, Dad, can all of you be here? Can I have all of you here Only right now? three of you came to my mittens game. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And and he would say yes, but then I would know there were a couple other Amasatai. Oh, walking around the hinterlands. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. You could tell. It's all in the book between Amasatis. Yeah. Pulsifer, thank you for being on today. But I must tell you one last thing. Yeah. Are you aware that the only physical difference I see between you and Nuddits is that Nuddits wears a really nice watch? I am not aware. But I'm aware! Bore! See, there it is. And then it disappears right into his wrist. Hmm. Welcome back. No more imagining. Just think of me as the teacher that replaces Robin Williams at the end of Dead Poet Society. Use It All the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Shunt the Talking Badger was played by Adel Rafai. Pulsifer the Unassuming and Nuttuts the Werebore living inside of him were both played by special guest Mike Pesca. Mike hosts the Slate podcast The Gist, a daily podcast covering news and culture. Gosh, that sounds relevant and popular. Well, look who's the kid staring out the window at the base ball game from his four-poster sickbed. Dripfang the Necromancer was played by... Oh, wait, Dripfang wasn't in this episode. And let's take a moment to enjoy the tiny kindnesses that life sometimes throws your way. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jacover. This episode edited by Chris Rathjen. Hey, 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 do you need any help finishing up the credits? All right, Robot Arnie. Let's try out the new protocols and cycle through a few accents. Okay, here, here, here we go. Guten, guten Tag. I am German. I am speaking in English. I do not know why. Ach du, mein Guter. Mein Guter. Also, I am Russian. I speak in a Russian accent, I think. Not my best work, I have to confess. 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 Yeah, I'm going to file all of those under international culture as filtered through Chicago improv. Yep, yep, yep. That's fair. I gotta figure out how to fix Craig. Anyway, the Hello from the Magic Tavern theme song is by Andy Poland, and the Magic Tavern logo is by Allard LeBon. Just a quick reminder that we're doing a live show in Washington, D.C. on November 14th. November 14th. Our special guests include David Plotz from the Slate Political Gab Fest and Storm DiCostanzo, half of the musical duo Paul and Storm. So if you're hoping for the return of Foon's greatest musicians, Nimby and Grundle, your wish is 50% granted. You can get information about tickets by going to hellofromthemagictavern.com and clicking on the live shows tab. And if you don't live anywhere near Washington, D.C., but think you know people who would be interested in the show, let them know about it. Know about it. I think the show is already selling really well, but you know, the more tickets we sell, the more likely we're going to be able to do more live shows in the future. Hello from the Magic Tavern is part of the Earwolf Network. And as always, thank you to the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Thanks for listening. Good, 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 good and talk. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousands, not millions. 
$200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying, lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The Goat, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th.